Welcome to Rudy Radio with Russ. I sewed each one of those sequins on there one at a time. I didn't have a sewing machine then. You know, it seemed like a cool, hip thing to do. If I may use those words. Darcy. Let's set the scene, though. Um, it's not the 80s. You know, those eight-year-old hangovers, they're the worst. You know, they get better with age. Nonsense. Home sweet home, oh. Oh, 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 oh. She found me in the kitchen, so she told me. Butt naked. How long have you been sitting on that one? Rudy Radio, 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 Radio. Oh, my stars, it's Rudy Radio, episode 35. I'm middle-aged. <laughs> In Montreal, this is Russell. In Toronto, uh, this is Darcy. This <laughs> is Bach War for Data. And in Toronto, who? Darcy. Darcy, how you doing? How you Good. Doing? Like your your lips are wet. Yeah, I just took a sip of water. Um, oh, it must be nice. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Got a nice, uh, fresh haircut. Oh, yeah? Yeah. A makeover. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying. Let's start with a haircut, and um, Kari and I have sort of committed to a uh, diet and more exercise. What are you talking about? You guys walk, you guys like run marathons. That was like over two years ago. Oh, that was a long time me. ago. I am so out of shape now. I still, I mean, you're running marathons. You can't be that far off. No, that was years ago. You can't just run one marathon. It was a half, by the way. But you don't just do that, and then you're that's it. You you're in fit for life. <laughs> well, no, but still, I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. It wouldn't even occur to me to run a marathon. I'd watch a marathon. That would be boring. Oh, that spandex. Sure, I'd watch the marathon. No, what's the, what's <laughs> four you know, hours of spandex? <laughs> I'm not running in one. <laughs> At least not yet, and I have no plans to. <laughs> Jeez, I think the fact that you were able to do that half marathon or not is pretty amazing. Well, that was in the past, and right now I'm in horrible shape, and well, uh, I got a lot of weight to lose. And yeah, I, wanna, I actually want to get back in running shape again. Well, I mean, it's not like you're fat or anything. You just got some girth. They're girthy. I'm like 230 or something like that. That's more than girth. Wow. Um, Do so you, yeah. all your clothes still fit you, though? Yeah, well, I, I sort well, of... Well, then you haven't gained that much weight, so not be- <laughs> stop beating yourself up. <laughs> I'm not beating myself up. I'm just saying I need to do something about it. So we're, I'm doing something about it. Quit right. drinking, quit smoking, eating better, working out. Quitting yeah. drinking? Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's so many calories that come in by alcohol, right? So, In scotch? Yeah. I was unaware. I thought beer, yeah, okay, sure. No, it's scotch. Same. No, same thing. Alcohol, uh, yeah. Wow. Calories. Well, I mean, I know that, you know, beer bellies and stuff, but I just thought this, just because beer was fattening, I didn't realize that all alcohol was fattening. Yeah, lots of calories in alcohol. Um, like, I, I just didn't think the calories could survive in the alcohol. You know, they're, like not, they're not living. There, the <laughs> alcohol is killing. Calories know? aren't little things swimming around. Oh, it's <laughs> looking to find suppose. fat cells to make them bigger. Okay, I suppose, but geez, you know. Um, right. So, yeah, anyway, so, and I thought uh, you had mentioned, uh, what was it, just last week that you were, <laughs> you just uh, texted me and said you wanted to buy a, a piece of gym equipment. Yes, I do, and I and still you, think you I'm going to do it. And you phrased it the way that I think it was sort of sold to you, maybe. Was this something on television? Yeah, it was something on television. It was and, just uh, and, off and of the fight. The like, fight sorry, it was off the what? Just the 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 the, the beat your ass station, uh, the fight the fight <laughs> network. Your ass station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's nothing but fighting on there and yeah. shit. You know? 
You know, and I'm kind of upset because I, there was one show that I like to watch uh, called uh, So You Think You Can Fight. And it was average Joes just going in there. They'd match up when this this promotion came to town. And anybody who wanted to beat somebody up, they could. And the two could just go in the ring and beat the shit out of each other. You know, high school students that are, you know, fighting over the same girl or, you know, two guys at a bar that, you know, didn't finish their fight because they got thrown in the drunk tank for the night. You know, they, they, yeah, they could go to this show and beat <laughs> each other up in the ring. I love that show. You know, I'm thinking, you know, that police officer that pulled me over yesterday and asked me if I own my car. Yeah, I want to go in there with him. Hey, the rules, no guns or tasers allowed. So I might have had a chance. I just would have went in and punched them in the nuts and I would, and then I would have quit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's it. I would have went in and kicked him in the nuts or something. Then I would have quit. All right. You know? So you're saying so, like during this show. Yes, during well, it wasn't during that show because they take okay. they took that off. I'm upset about it, right. but it was during that you know watching that station. I think classic wrestling was on you know way back in the days when Nick Foley was Cactus Jack. You know, the, you know, <laughs> must those been, are, you know way back in the days. I don't know. That's who you're it. Talking way about. back in the days, they call it classic wrestling, and uh, there was this advertisement on there uh, about this gym that you can put on. It's hooks up to your door and it's got a bunch of springs, uh, you know, or cables that are that have two you know tension on them and oh, you can right. adjust the tension and the guy it's randy couture who's a famous uh, well not a famous but five time uh like uh ultimate fighting champion and this is his thing that he's selling and i'm thinking for the price i said what the hell because i mean what do you pay for a gym membership you know this thing was 160 dollars <laughs> you know i said okay i can put that on my door and he says if you got a door You've got a gym. <laughs> I have all kinds of doors. I could turn my apartment into a fitness center. Oh my god! Was this like the were the commercials retro as well? No, this no, no, no. Like no. something that, that came out of the seventies. No, my mother had I, something like this. She had like a series <laughs> of pulleys that you attached to your door. I remember that actually, and, and then, the bull worker back in the days of the bull worker thing too. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know that little thing. My father bought one of those. You squished it together. Yeah, my father bought one of those. Yeah, rest his soul. He brought the bull worker. Yeah, I was uh, didn't do me any good. I didn't get fit with it. I don't even know how much. Well, I saw him use it a few times, but I don't know how if it helped him any. But all right, I have a challenge for you then. But I'd like okay. to get that thing. Well, you can't. I'm sorry, you can't. I got something for you. Cost you nothing. Oh, geez. Have you got a floor? You've got a gym. <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> oh, so I should do some push-ups and sit-ups. Is that what you're saying? The website is called hundredpushups.com. <laughs> I can't do a hundred push-ups. I'd be lucky if I done. A, I haven't done a hundred push-ups in the last. Oh my God! In the last ten years, Russell. That's that's not the point of this website. If that was, if that's all the website said, hey, you want to get fit? Do a hundred push-ups. No, this okay, is this is. To, uh, it's a six-week uh, course. Okay. That'll or training program that'll get you to being able to do one hundred consecutive push-ups. Wow, that sounds pretty hot. It was very popular around a year ago, I think everyone was talking about it, and I looked at it and I did the, the initial test to figure out where I should start, and I, I got okay. discouraged and, and never went on to do it anymore. But well, I'm we both do it together. Already. Well, if we do it together, we can keep each other motivated, and we can check in with each other and make sure you do it. It's um, three times a week, okay. uh, about 10 minutes at a time, so it really doesn't okay. take any time up. And All right, we, like this thing is 11 minutes a day. The right. gym, the door gym. Yeah, so this is actually, this is this is even better. And zero dollars. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, by the end of it, we can do a hundred, apparently. A hundred push-ups. And what happens if, do we get our money? Oh, well, there's no money involved. I'm thinking, yeah, they'll what give you their money back. 100% refund. Um, and if so we, we actually do have to pay for this then? 
No. I thought you said it was free. It is absolutely free. <laughs> but if you don't like it, they'll give you your money back. <laughs> Stop making fun of me, Darcy. <laughs> um, of course, if you if you, we go on with this and we like this and we want to keep going, then, then we can go on to uh, 200situps.com and 200squats.com. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, 25 pull-ups, but that might require some equipment. Um, right. I like beer, though. Will it interfere with bu- beer? Can I still have beer? It doesn't I like say beer. you can't uh, cut out the beer. Okay, um, good. If you want to drink while you're doing push-ups, you'll have to switch over to the one-handed push-up. Uh, <laughs> so it's, what is it, 100one-handedpushups.com, I think. So it's, okay. I don't think I want to do that. So anyone listening, oh, if they want, if you guys want to play along at home, uh, we'll just uh, we'll talk about it on the podcast and uh, maybe you can post your <laughs> progress over at the uh, on the Facebook uh, fan page. Right, 100pushups.com. Good lord. Um, I'm afraid because I mean I don't know much about it. I don't. I really don't know anything about it still. Well, but I'm yeah, in the show notes. I, I'm in it. I, I, yeah, pushups.com. It, it's simple stuff. Like you just okay. You take an initial test, which is just like see how many you can do. Right. Goodness gracious, that'll embarrass the hell out of me. I'm probably able to do five, maybe, maybe ten. Okay, well, there's well, not a, many. There's I, mean, a, I haven't done any. That mean you're you're in the second rank then. You're you be in the uh, uh, six to twelve push-ups. Okay. I, but yeah, I they, mean, they, I don't they really go all know. the way up to like a hundred and fifty and above. <laughs> wow! And how I guess much? You don't need that. See, if you if you make that that level, then you, you know. Move on. Jesus, Iron Man. So how much time before we're able to do these push-ups? How much time? Six weeks. You said it's six weeks I'll be able to do 100 push-ups. Yeah, so just in time for the good weather and stuff, you'll you know have a bit uh, more definition in the biceps and chest. I could, I could use some. I mean, I'm having lower back pain, and I maybe, maybe you well, know. Well, that'll help, too, because uh, you also have to tighten your abdominals to do push-up as well, so it might do a little strengthening your core. Right, and I need to do that. I know I'm having too much uh, lower back pain. All, All right, so. sure, I'm in. I'm in. All right, good. So what we, about, start, we start tomorrow. Just, we'll do the initial just, test tomorrow. And, just a uh, second. Rudy, Rudy, 100pushups.com. He's sleeping. Jeez, drunk. <laughs> Fine. All right, I'll do it. Awesome. Tomorrow morning, what time? Oh, whenever. We'll just check in with each other. We'll just do the test whenever. Just go and uh, go over to the website, 100pushups.com, okay. and uh, read the intro and, and take the initial test. Wow, this is wild. <laughs> Should I be like, I'm just, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Good. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, Speak- that people, I'll do it. <laughs> All right, take the first test. Uh, speaking of tests, uh, your audition last week. Well, oh, I don't know God, what to say. Really? Yeah, I don't know what to say. I mean, uh, my rehearsals went went far better than uh, than my audition did. Uh-huh. And when I played, it was so funny listening to myself playing the xylophone on the internet, you know, when I was playing back the, the right, episode. Yeah. You know, it was really, really funny sounding. But I played it better for Rudy Radio, you know, and the people out here that I love than I did for the people that were going to give me that job. Oh, no. So, yeah, I didn't have, I learned a merengue rhythm. So, I mean, I'm ahead of the gang, but, game, but they didn't ask me to play any drum set. And oh. the drum set was set up. I'm surprised they didn't ask me to play any drum set. But last Saturday, I got the, got the news. And? Master Corporal Russell Farrell will be the percussion section commander for the Gardon Rouge Band at the Citadel in Quebec City. Woohoo! Yes, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your positive energy. I was successful at my audition. That's I guess awesome. they know that, that. Well, yeah, you know, I guess they know that 
you know, I really don't suck as bad as my auditions do. And I mean, I've been doing this for 23 years. In, the, in that time, with all the Class Bs I've done for bands, I've only had two auditions. So they must know I'm sweet, you know, and <laughs> they just, okay, this is a formality. Yeah, we know he's going to be terrible, but when it comes to doing the job, he's not. So you're, you're going to have a, you'll, you'll have a section to yourself. Yeah, I'll have my percussion section again. This is my third time. This is the third time in a row. Oh, you've been section commander the whole time, every time. Yeah, yeah. Last year and uh, the year before, they called me because they were they they only had uh, two privates, you know, that auditioned. They didn't have anybody, and they said, "Well, two privates, you know, they need someone with some leadership or you know some some leadership ability and some experience. Let's call it that instead of leadership yeah. ability." So they <laughs> called me and asked me if I wanted the job, and uh, and I said, "Well, I don't know. Tell me about it, because I mean, I, it wouldn't even it would it wouldn't have even occurred to me to audition for the Citadel. I was unaware of it, you know. I didn't know anything mm-hmm. about it, but they were missing someone and hurting, and uh, oh, I'll tell you, they asked, found out about it." Yeah, they they called me and I said, well, I said, how much time uh, can I take to make the decision? Can I tell you in a week? Uh, well, you know, can you try for earlier than that? And and I did. I I decided, yeah, hey, I needed the cash. I mean, who am I kidding? Mm-hmm. You know. So I took on the job, and it, a week later, I was there. Thanks, thanks to my cousin Ines, who took care of my cats. You know, uh, while I was away, and. Um, yeah, so I took the job, and I mean, I liked it. It uh, gave me an enormous, uh, an enormous sense of pride, uh, uh, you know, to do that job. So yeah. another another year of uh, summer camp. Yeah, another year of summer camp, thirty first of May until the sixth of September. So will we be so able to set uh, things up the same as before? Will you get uh, internet uh, in your room? Uh, that's right. So I'll be able to do the podcast from the from the Citadel and tell you what's going. Keep the fans posted, or you know, posted on what's going on there, my griefs and shit like that. But I'm telling you, I'll be a I'll be a brand new bitch this time. There's no way in the world, Darcy, am I putting up with what I put up with last summer. All you know, right. you know. Excuse me, you're a new sergeant, are you? Well, according to my ass, you're a corporal. Now fuck <laughs> off. You have something. You want something? To, you want to know something? Ask me. How you like that? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry for the piss, Rudy Radio people, but uh, I was quite insulted uh, the fact that I was the section commander and had three percussionists underneath me. And uh, because I was a master corporal, I didn't get to write the pre- uh, performance evaluation reports at the, end of the, at the end of the summer. Right, yeah. And nobody asked me about the work that these three guys did. Mm-hmm. You know, which is just the crap if there ever was a crap. Well, let's, uh, let's pick That's it up a- then. Well, Darcy, that's that's a turd coming out your hole sideways. That's what that is. It's just not good. Okay. So you will have internet there. Who do you go with, Bell? Yes, just because it's... Oh, you mentioned Bell. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus, there's hope for Bell. Oh, really? Oh, I think there may be. Because I, I, you know, yet, I have yet another reason to be furious with Bell. Uh, my cable, my uh, trio service, telephone, internet, and cables provided by Bell. Yep. And uh, they decided, to, for whatever reason, I mean, I don't even know, but that sex TV, not that I watch much sex TV, mind you, uh, but it's not pornography. There's some sexy shows and boobies all over the place and nude photography and stuff, but it's sex TV. It's not a pay-per-view uh, smut channel. Um, uh, that station and the drive-in classic station. I used to love watching The Incredible Hulk, Lou Ferrigno turning green and all that stuff. Yeah. Bill Bixby. You know, I used to watch that show. So the Hulk was on a drive-in classic station, and 745 was the sex channel. 
I got a prompt uh, when I turned on, not a letter from Bell, but when I turned on the telecast to see mm, what's on. It says what the show is. And then it says that this show, this service, or this station will no longer be available as of March 1st. It didn't tell you what the show was about like it usually did. It just told you that you're not going to have it anymore. Okay. I'm thinking, what the hell's up with this? I'm paying for it. So what they decided to do, uh, they substituted it. Uh, they got rid of Sex TV and they gave me uh, the Sundance channel. On the Sundance channel, you can watch documentaries and uh, independent films. Well, I already have IS- IFC for my independent films, and I have the documentary station for the documentaries. <laughs> so I don't need the Sundance channel for Silver Screen, uh, for, excuse me, for the Drive In Classic station. They substituted or jammed in there, uh, what is it called? W Movies. Let me guess what the W stands for. Go ahead. <laughs> Women? Yeah. Now, I love women. I just don't get busy with them. Now, this is what's going, you know, this is what's happening. I have WTN already. I already have a woman's woman's station. I didn't need, in this space, this show is, and I went on the internet, W movies, what's it about? Well, it's a chick flick station. Yeah. I'm a guy. I don't need that. So naturally, I was angry with Bell with not giving me any choice and sticking these into my package and forcing me to pay for them. So I called them. I even called the Better Business Bureau, and they told me what to do about how to complain to Bell. And they gave me the, I told me I had to write a letter to Bell Express You. Wow. So I was on the uh, yeah I was on the phone today because my payment uh, for this month two hundred and fifteen dollars wasn't received by Bell. Uh, some late payments in there too. It's a carryover from last uh, last month. Okay. Uh, Seventy eight bucks from last month. Anyway, so it was 215 bucks, and I paid them 250 And I'm thinking, what are you calling me up at home for? You know, I don't like you guys. I don't like it when you call me. You know, it makes me even angrier. Yeah. You know, I'm a client with you guys by default only. I'm saying, don't take this personally, but I'm very unhappy with your service, you know, to the guy that called me. I explained, hey, I made the payment. I went on my online banking thing. So, look, I made the payment on the 27th. It was Saturday. So, yeah, they didn't get the payment yet. Uh, he said, well, sometimes it takes 48 hours or more. And I said, well, you'll get it tomorrow. This is the day they made the payment. I explained to him my dissatisfaction with the service changes and all that stuff. So he transferred me to the customer service thing. And I explained the exact same thing to her. And right from the get-go, I said, hey, this is nothing personal, personal, but I really don't like talking to you people. You know, <laughs> you know, you know you're doing your job. I understand. It's nothing personal. She was a really nice lady and a really nice young lady. I said, but my experience were bad. And she asked me, well, what? What were the experiences like? And I mean, the first thing that came to my head, uh, well, that's the change of, uh, the, the stations and jamming these stations down my throat, you know, and forcing me to pay for something that I don't want and that I already have on other stations. Yeah. You know, paying for the same station twice. You know, and then I explained the story about what happened with the internet connection at the Citadel last year, how it took me more than eight hours on the phone over a two week period just to get the internet connection in my room at the Citadel. And I said, I need, I don't even have the bill for that yet. She couldn't find it with my name, but I still had the modem, so I gave them the number off the modem. They were able to find my account. So mm-hmm. I owe them 68 bucks. Great. She's going to send me that bill. Fine. But with all my, you know, explaining my experience to her and how crappy it, this has been, my service with Bell, they decided, well, this is what we can do for you. We can offer you 10% off your bill for the next year. Wow. Did you hear that? I couldn't. I was stopped. I'm still shocked. So for the next, I, I'm still shocked. I said, "What?" Oh yes. No, wait a moment. Ten. I'm speechless. I mean, I, I still this is a shocker for me. I mean, so ten percent off my phone bill for the next twelve months is what they're offering me to just keep me as their client. 
because you know I was shopping at Videotron. Mm-hmm. Now they say the sex TV station isn't any, you know, is no longer available, but Videotron provides it. Yeah. You know, they, they said it's they no longer. It, yeah. Well, I mean, they said it's no longer available in Canada. Well, if Videotron has it, clearly it is. Don't feed me bullshit. Don't make the shit up as you're going along. Just tell me the truth. <laughs> it's what I'm asking. It's all I'm asking for. I'm paying for it. <laughs> Maybe Videotron's going to lose it too. Maybe just they've negotiated their contracts at different times. That's it. But I mean, uh, you know, and I mean, that's fine. You know, if they're losing it, that's great. But I just don't, I'm not happy with the substitute. As far as I'm concerned, then okay, there should be two less stations that I'm able to watch on my television and my bill should go down somewhat to reflect it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all I'm saying. I shouldn't be jammed, you know, to have two television stations stuffed down my throat, you know, that I don't want. I would have asked for them. Well, it sounds like you got a bit of satisfaction there. Oh, I'm shocked. <laughs> 10% off my bill for the next month. Now, if they can only, you know, I have global for every, on every, for, you know, every major city in the country. Yeah. So if I miss something, I can skip ahead and watch Coronation Street, Winnipeg time, you know. I don't really like that. I don't need the Saskatchewan legislative channel. Jesus, I don't even have the Assembly Nationale, and that's here in Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's, it's the bad service, man. So I'll say. the 10% off. That sounds. I know. Uh, I that know. sounds like justice. And speaking of justice. Well, yes, I, I'm amazed. That, yeah, that bell offered that. I, Jeez. I now, now I'm trying to move you over to the court reporter segment. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking, I, who could I, I belled at that. That's just a shocker. <laughs> Gosh. Oh. All right. <laughs> yeah. Court reporter time. Well, this is a classic Russ Farrell case if there ever was one. Okay. And the guy happens to be a homie, not a homo, a homie. You know, he's, yeah. you know, chocolate man, you know, bro from the hood. You know what I'm saying, y'all? And I'm going to give that up. Anyway, he's homie month is over. I can talk. To, you know, homie month is over so I can talk like I usually do. Anyway, this black man uh, is do, going about his day-to-day business. You know, there's like some sort of canal by where his working place. He hears a cat, a cat meowing. There are houses there around. It's a residential neighborhood as well. Here's this cat squealing, you know, meowing. It's a little kitten that got himself caught in some sort of drain sewage type thing, you know, and the cat's all freaked out. And Buddy's thinking, well, I got to save that cat. He's not going to let it just drown and whatever happened to it. So he's got to, okay, we got to fish it out with a, a cat, a, a pool skimmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he says he says that what the cat did was courageous. He said the cat said, "Look, I'm coming to you." And he said the cat just leaped right at him once he saw people. You know, because the cat just saw this. You know, was in this ditch and didn't know which way to go. Uh, and there was water. And he said the cat just leaped at him. And uh, it was a good little chuckle over that. So anyway, the guy takes the cat to his work, you know, to his work with him, and it's, the cat spends the day there. And they give him some water, and Buddy says, "I don't like cats, you know. I don't want this cat has." So his boss is occupied with the cat. So at the end of the work day, the guy says, "Well, you know, you got to take that cat home." He says, "No, you take the cat home." He says, "I got a dog." He says, "Well, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not taking the cat home." And the guy <laughs> says, "The black guy says, okay, I'll take the cat home." So he takes the cat home to his family. He says, "Look." Don't get attached to this cat. Okay, it's not staying. You know, he says it's a dog, man. He says, don't get attached to the cat. The cat ends up sleeping. The kitten ends up ends up sleeping with this on his son's bed. So fine. The guy takes it upon himself. Well, here's this lost cat. He didn't turn it into animal control. He said, well, let me try, try and find a home for it, and he does. Now, after he finds a home for the cat, there's a lady that puts an announcement saying that she lost the cat. 
And he okay. says, well, wait a moment. It's the cat that he found. Mm-hmm. So he contacts her and says, hey, yeah, I found your cat. Uh, and like, she's only had the cat for two days or two weeks. He had the cat in his care for two days yeah. uh, before he found a home for it. So she's saying, well, you know, can, it, can you contact these people you gave the cat to and get the cat back? Uh, and she's, she asked for the information. She says, well, no, I can't give you the information. I'll call them for you and ask if they can return the cat to you. Well, he did that. He called the people he gave the cat to. They grew attached, grew attached to the cat. So they didn't want to give it back. Right. Well, this is when the shit hits the fan. Lawsuits and all that stuff. Well, she decides that she would call the police. This is the original owner? Yeah, the original owner who had the cat for had the had the cat for two weeks. She says it's my baby, and Judge Judy tore her up. Oh, well, you wouldn't let your baby walk, you know, run away from you like that. You know, Judge Judy tore her ass up. So anyway, he uh, she decides to call the police because she wants the cat back. Well, the police do get involved. Okay. Oh my lord, here's where it goes downhill. The guy that <laughs> called, yeah, the guy did everything he could, you know, to save the cat and get the give the cat a good home. The lady decides to, you know, uh, uh, call the police. The police decide to charge the guy with theft. They sent two detectives to his workplace to arrest him. This is the guy who saved the cat originally and gave it that's, to somebody that's, else. That's okay. right. That's right. They charged him uh, with theft. Uh, the district attorney charged him with theft because the woman was, her, uh, was without her cat for X number of days. They charged him with theft. He spent 22, uh, 22 hours in jail oh, and a $1,000 fine. He saved the woman's cat. They're in court. He's suing her for false arrest, and she's suing him for emotional distress. Wow. Over it. He won his case, and, I mean, the judge was just absolutely appalled, and she apologized to the guy and said, hey, the district attorney in your town clearly doesn't have enough to do. Because, I mean, the district attorney went uh, to the house where the guy gave the cat, of the people where the guy gave the cat to, and got the cat before they even arrested him and brought it back to the woman. So she means she had her, the cat back anyway. before he was arrested, but they arrested him anyway for theft. <laughs> Jeez. And they, they, they arrested the guy anyway for theft. 22 hours in jail and a $1,000 fine. And Judge, you know, this is unbelievable. She, so I apologize to you. Yeah, he won his case, but they, they, they didn't get any. No uh, damage he didn't either win. way? That's right, because he, she explained, you know, it wasn't her fault that the police arrested you. She said it was completely outrageous, you know, and and as far as her emotional dis- distress was concerned, she said, well, you know, you you had the cat. The cat got away from you. You were negligent. Do you want to sue someone for emotional distress? Sue yourself. <laughs> I mean, it was totally ridiculous that that guy went to that extreme, you know, to save that kitty. And yeah. I know all about saving kitties. And he suffered like that. You know, he's got a, a record of an arrest. He's never been arrested before in his life. So what can he do now? He can appeal the conviction. Yeah, well, Judge Shitty said, you know, Judge Shitty said, you know, if you want to launch a case against the the police department, I'd love to hear that case. But she said, you know, it's gonna it's gonna cost you money, you know, so you may want to consider letting it go. She acknowledged the fact that he did everything right, and the police department acted outrageously. And I mean, it could have been Montreal because that's what they do here. You know, shoot your first and then ask you what your name was. <laughs> I would still say turn it over to animal control or uh, whatever, local shelter or whatever. Well, yeah. If there you is know, one. But, yeah, he decided to. And I, I, they didn't talk about that. There was no mention of any shelter in the case. So, I mean, uh, he just decided, well, let me find a home for it. You know, and the fact that, I mean, he didn't have to do anything once he saw the notice, the picture of the cat that was missing. He could have 
Mm-hmm. Well, or tough luck, but he said, okay, well, let me try and fix this. Yeah, and he, he went involved, to the, yeah. yeah, yeah, got involved and said, hey, you know, let me go and, hey, this is where your cat is. I found it. It's okay. I found a home for it. You know, these people have it. She asked for the information. She said, no, I can't do that. I will contact them for you. They decided that, hey, they grew attached to it in that amount of time. Yep. And they had it for two weeks, too, at this point, just as long as she did, you know, and she got attached. They got attached to it and didn't want to give the cat back. You know, they had kids. Yeah, that could totally yeah. have been you, Russell. I know. It has been me. And Are that's you why kidding? you're a Russell Farrell court reporter. Court reporter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Just just crazy. Cheers to the homie. You now doing the right thing and getting shot. Well, practically. Jeez, I'm surprised they didn't taser him. But that's a good thing they didn't. God, they have to be arrested <laughs> after the woman got the cat back. Yeah. You know, they arrested him anyway. That's just nuts. In 22 the, hours in jail. Well, look at that. We got through our, we got through everything, and jeez, uh, we have like uh, almost a minute left. Wow. Well, the cats are – this is funny. Spock and Data are on my right. Worf is on my re- uh, left, and they're all curled up in the same sleeping position. It's so amazing that, you know, that how sweet they are that they, you know, I'm the big cat that brings them food and they like to, you know, <laughs> we sleep in this pack. <laughs> it's just, that is cute. It's, it's just so funny. Yeah, I just, I'm amazed at the, how they, <laughs> I know, Worf, that they, uh, that they curl up so closely to me. Yeah, it's sweet. <laughs> I know where the mommy is. Yeah. Who's your daddy? Until next week, I'm Darcy. And in Montreal, I'm Russell with Spock, Wharf, and Data. Snoozing up a storm they are. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Cheers. <laughs> There's 30 minutes you'll never get back. Music from Medio's Music Alley. Music.medio.com. The song is titled WW from Green Room's album, Connect. Available at CDBaby.com. Links are in the show notes at our site, RudyRadio.com. Also on our site, you'll find our Facebook page and iTunes, where we'd love you to leave us your feedback. Please tell us you love us. Because we love you, and we thank you for listening to Rudy Radio. 